right, so we're in with another episode of Garage Talk. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, I've got my friend Aaron with me. Say hello, Aaron. Hello. Good to be back. So I was thinking um, on tonight's episode, because uh, we do this in my garage, and also in my garage is my gym equipment. So it used to be Aaron's gym equipment, <laughs> but the, the rule I have at my house is if it's been here for longer than 30 days, it's mine. So we have my gym equipment um, and we work out from time to time. I haven't been quite as uh, uh, consistent as I used to be in the past. This is before you even met me. Um, Aaron works out regularly. And so I thought we'd actually talk about kind of what we do, why we do it, why we chose to do it. You know, we don't have to go all the way back to when you were 13 again. But, um, but just kind of like, you know, our, our process, you know? And, right. and so, I mean, I'll start, um, when I was 35, I'm 45 now, when I was 35, I went through a summer where I was embarrassed to take my shirt off to go swimming with my kids around, just my kids in my pool, in my backyard. And I realized that summer that, holy shit, I, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little fat. And, uh, and that didn't sit well with me because I've never felt like that before that day in my life. And you've seen my before pictures yeah. and you've seen my after pictures and, and what I did. And so what I did was I went, I went fucking crazy. I went absolutely nuts on, on figuring out the workouts and how to work it out. And you know, I started with P90X, threw my back out, dropped down to another one called Power 90, and then went back to P90X, completed it, completed Asylum or uh, Insanity. I, then I did a P90X Insanity Hybrid. This is all uh, um, endurance-based stuff, but it actually got me in shape, you know? Um, I cut my body fat percent to, I want to say, if I remember correctly, it was about 17%. It wasn't, you know, real lean, but I was, I went from 217 down to 167 and then I had to get myself back up to 185 which is where I was trying to get to in the middle of all of this I did uh, I put myself on a 1900 calorie diet and that included beer if I wanted to drink it so if I wanted to have four beers that night I had to account for that in my <laughs> calorie count earlier in the day that's commitment oh no I, I went <laughs> I don't do anything halfway dude right. I, I went nuts and um, and I got to the point where I, I could Eat, eat what I wanted, drink what I wanted. Um, I did, I was eating, I was taking in probably about 3000 calories a day, but I was working out seven days a week once I finally started going to the gym. And I mean, I could still tell you exactly my schedule. It started on Saturday with chest and I would work one muscle group a day. And I, and then I would do, I would run three of those days. And then I had another day that was just kind of core stuff. So I went, I went crazy nuts. And then when I got divorced, you know, schedules changed and uh, you know, kids schedules and stuff like that. And it got harder and harder to keep up with it. And so I wound up in, I wound up in racquetball, just playing racquetball, you know, three or four days a week, just to keep some, you know, keep in shape a little bit. Um, and then before my heel issue this year, I was running three to five miles every single day up, up the hills here where we live. Right. So, I mean, what's in, when you first started working out, what was your regiment like? Cause you've worked out a lot longer than I have. Yeah. So not going all the way back, but it's hard not to, because what, yeah. what you learn and what works for you is what you'll always fall back. Exactly. To. Right. And you know, a lot of times I find myself getting back to what I started with when I was a teenager, which is just the whole push pull, you know, you mm -hmm. I do bench press triceps 
you know, push downs, dips, all that right. for chest and trice day. And then you've got your pull day, which is back and bias. Back, right. And then you're back to push with legs. And, and then you're back to push again with shoulders. <laughs> and, you know, that's how I did it. It's mm-hmm. what works for me. And, um, you know, I, I'll find myself getting back into that old familiar routine. Yeah. But I think everything you just said, I liked how you went down the line of how you, you even resorted to bat, uh, uh, racquetball. Yeah. Because that's what it takes to stay interested. Right. Committed. You got to change it up. Whatever's going to keep you focused, which is why we have battle ropes. We now have a yeah. tractor tire. So, so we've got in the punching bag, yeah. we've got the speed bag. We've, are we, in my garage, we have rope. all of these things. And, um, and we got them for the purpose of being able to use that stuff. Now, me personally, the, the, I love the tire. So I did a tough mutter one year, full body workout. Oh, absolutely. I was so sore the next day. Just after that, my legs, shoulders, chest, back, my forearms, I couldn't twist my arm <laughs> like this. I know everybody can see my arm twisting right now. I couldn't twist my <laughs> arm like this. It's only for Aaron. I couldn't do that for like three days. And it felt great. I mean, I loved it. So masturbation was eliminated for a few days. Yeah, it was tough. It was, yeah, it was, uh, you know, got to do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> the stranger. But no, so I was training for a tough mutter. My, Real um, quick, let yeah, me go interject. Ahead. People haven't flipped a tire. I hadn't done it until what, f- uh, five weeks ago? Was um, that your first time ever? That was, no, I'd done it in a tough mutter or the... Spartan type thing? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I hadn't done it as a form of training and mm. it does just getting the, the, your fingers under there, especially if it's falling on a soft surface. Good luck. You know, oh yeah. It, you, you really work out your hands. Oh yeah. And for your forearms. sure. It's nuts. But so where, where I discovered the tire was the tough mutter. So I was going to train for the tough mutter. GR, um, asked me, uh, if I wanted to do a tough mutter. And so I looked it up and I checked it out and I knew the shape he was in. Now at the time I was in the middle of my working out. I was 185, 187. I was actually building mass. So I knew I could do it, but it's, it's about 11 or 12 miles with 22 different obstacles. Now, half the obstacles are fairly simple. Um, and then another 25% are meant to shock your body. And then the, the last 25% are the tough ones that you have to like lift yourself up and get over stuff. Right. So, so, um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll train you, but why don't we start with like a Spartan race, like a three K three K five K 3.1 miles, you know, I'm like, why don't we start with that? And he's like, no, if I'm going to do it, I want to do this. And he's like, will you train me and do it with me? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we went to, we would go to Temecula Valley high school. And um, they have a great stadium for running stairs. And so we would start off with running all the stairs all the way down. And you go up and down the set, next set, up and down, all the way down, and then all the way back. And at, at, at this place, they had, um, they, had, uh, they had two tires. They had a smaller tire like we've got, and then they had the bigger tire. The shape that I was in, I, could, I, I was using the bigger tire, and he was using the smaller tire, and so we could do it together. They had sandbags and a cross-country trail. And so we would take these sandbags. I had this dude throwing up every time we worked out. And, you know, each set of steps that we did, uh, there was 41 steps all the way up. And there was probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight or nine different sets of steps. And we go all the way down and all the way back. And we do bear crawls, backwards bear crawls up these steps. Have you ever done a backwards bear crawl? Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> Shit. And at my age, I don't know if I want to try again. 
that's how, so I don't with, know with what the muscles, right shoulder. I definitely, I don't, don't. know what the muscles <laughs> called, but there's a muscle right next to your shin. And I never realized that that existed until I started doing backwards bear crawls. Wait and I minute. mean, you can feel a muscle right now. I still have it. Wait a minute, doctor. You don't know <laughs> what this muscle is. <laughs> I have no idea what it's called. I didn't even know it was there until it got sore after doing backwards bear crawls. And I was like, what the hell? What happened? Did I break a bone? I'm like, what's going on, dude? Yeah, but so trained him. We did that. And, um, and we would do that. We, so on my, my cardio days, right? So I, I still did the gym, my you know, chest, back, um, tries by shoulders, core. And then the other three days where I normally would run, we went to Temecula Valley High School and they had all this stuff and they had a pull-up bar. Um, and it was actually, it was actually really cool. And that's where I got into flipping the tire. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, I love that. It's freaking amazing. Um, because it just, I mean, good Lord. And you don't even have to flip it far. So we've been going up and down my driveway. Right. You could actually flip it and then do a, a two foot, I forget what they call it, like two foot jump through it turn around, flip it, two foot jump through it and yeah. back and forth and never go anywhere with the tire. Right. But you do that 10 or 15 times and you're stepping through it. You're like, I'm just going to walk around. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can use it to elevate your feet <clears throat> and oh, do, yeah. do, do incline push-ups, yeah, decline sure. push-ups where you know, you're yeah. affecting different chest muscles and different areas of the, the shoulders and triceps. It's, it really is a versatile no, piece of absolutely. training equipment. Yeah, for sure. And the other day we were doing... Uh, ISO isometrics with it. Yes. We yes. were pushing. So Aaron was doing the tire and he pushed up and I didn't tell him I was going to do it, but I went over and I pushed back and we actually wound up lifting the tire about four feet in the air because we were both pushing so hard and we, we wound up lifting the tire upwards between the two of us and our hands pushing. It was really, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a bomb ass workout too. So truly. So, but what, what did you do? I mean, before all that, when you were younger, you said 17, like really? you said, you go back to your 17 routine. Well, that's when I really started developing a workout regimen uh -huh. and, and what was that and different plans? Well, like I said, it started off with, you know, doing chest and tries back and buys legs and shoulders. And then I realized right away after throwing up a few times, let's split up legs and shoulders. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, <clears throat> and focus more on those because especially playing football wrestling I needed more of the leg workout uh -huh. you know and I've never my legs have never really responded but they do get strong I just was standing against a wall when God was handing out asses so it's flat because you were standing against the wall right well and <laughs> that and then I got a hold in high school I got a hold of my girlfriend's supplement and I started taking way too many no acetals <laughs> Never had one. <laughs> never had an no, ass. No acetals. <laughs> no acetals. I've never had a no acetal. Um, I never. So I never did. Um, I never did legs. I never did like a, a leg workout. I would do calves um, just to make sure that my calves got a workout. But running was always my thing. And with the hills and the stairs and, and the, the cross country trails, that was that always tended to be. I felt enough of a leg workout because I, you know, I don't. I don't get big. I get strong. And it takes actually a lot. You've seen pictures, uh, you know, my one-year picture, my two-year picture. I was strong in those two pictures, but I don't, but I was 167 in one of them, but I was strong and I, you know, I, I had power, but I didn't have size. And so I, you know, it wasn't until I was like 45 years in and doing seven days a week 
And, you know, like my chest day was four sets, 10 reps, wearing myself out. And, you know, if I could only get eight, I'd take a break and do the other two. I always made sure I got 40 reps in on each of the four different flat, incline, decline, and then flies. Real quick, I want to back up. So who cares if you're large? I don't care if you're small and you're strong. You're strong. Let's right, focus. right. Agreed. People need to focus on how they feel, you know. And that's where I'm at now. That's why last December I just started running every day because I want to feel good and I'll be comfortable. I mean, I'm 45 now. I'm not tripping on it. I don't, I don't worry. At the time, though, because I had that experience when I was 35 where I was afraid to take my shirt off when I was swimming with my freaking kids, all of a sudden now I had this... Um, vanity about me and I wanted to look a certain way, you know? And so at that point in time, I I did have that vanity about it. And I I wanted to not just be strong. I wanted to look right too. You know what I mean? I wanted to have the V and I wanted to see that in a mirror. And I wanted to be able to sit there with no shirt on. And at 40, dude, getting ready to turn 41, I had a six pack, which I didn't even have when I was 17, you know? Right. So now, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, for me, it's about how I feel. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's why I feel healthy. It needs to be a real good mix of that Mm -hmm. because, um, off what you said, I had a problem at one point where at my peak, I weighed 236 pounds, Uh very lean, huge build, right? just ripped. And it's hard to wrestle like that, isn't it? Well, I wasn't wrestling as much at that <laughs> okay, time. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. But the thing is, is, I got focused on that weight. And then as I lost, started losing weight because mm-hmm. I wasn't working out as frequent. Right. I still wanted the weight. And next thing you know, I found myself in your situation where it was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm 226 and fat. <laughs> you know? Oh, so got talk you. A, talk got about you. a huge I understand. step back. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I kept my diet, which when you're working out insanely hard, you have to have. You can have four thousand calorie diet, right. and not have any effects yeah. whatsoever. Well, like I said, I was, a a 3, 000, beers at night. <laughs> I was on a three thousand at night. I was on a three thousand calorie diet, and that would include my beers. I was on a three thousand calorie diet, maybe three between three thousand and thirty two hundred, um, and I, I used to keep track. I, and I, you know, I went crazy on that because I put myself on that nineteen hundred calorie diet, and so as I increased to two thousand, and then to twenty five hundred, and then to three thousand, and then eventually I stopped keeping track because, you know, even still my stomach you know, my stomach's small. So I, you know, if I, if I eat, you know, that 1900 calories really kind of did me in. So I have, you know, like I'll have one meal a day and then I might have a snack later. And right now, even though I'm not paying attention to it, I mean, I don't have ice cream in the house. I don't have sweets in the house. You know, I have chips, but I'm always in the habit of dumping a few on the plate and then taking the plate and not taking the bag of chips because I'll eat the whole goddamn bag, you know? Right. But I mean, I was, so you have to eat right too. What did you used to do? Because I know what I did, and I've done. I've tried a few different things. I went crazy on research, dude, and I I went crazy not to sound like Tom Cruise, but I went crazy on research trying to look it up and figure out what's going to be right. What's you know, you know? Because now we have we have keto. Back in the day, it was. Um, I thought I was I was going to have an Oprah moment for a bit there. So an Oprah sure? moment. Yeah, <laughs> when you said get crazy with it, and Tom Cruise, did you ever see him? Oh, when he Oprah? jumped on the couch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, he was out of control. So yeah, um, you know, I got insanely into it as well. Chicken, uh-huh. chicken breast, uh, brown, brown rice, 
No, I you know yeah. I I never was a huge rice guy. Oh, so egg whites, chicken breasts, tuna, and bananas, broccoli, cauliflower, the occasional carrots, but. You know, my family used to laugh at me. My kids used to laugh because I would sit down at the table with my scale and, um, and measuring cups. And I would measure, like, if we had mashed potatoes, I'm fine with that, but you had to make mine a certain way because I didn't want too much butter. I needed to know how many calories were in there, and then I would measure it out, and then I would add, like, the I can't believe it's not butter spray shit to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I would, I'm, I'm fine having corn, but I had to measure how much corn and whatever steak I had, I was measuring how many ounces of steak. You know, I went freaking, I, I went stupid on it, quite honestly. There were, there were times where I had, I had, and it was a great meal and I would still do it. I had uh, uh, chicken breast um, and brown rice and like a tablespoon of gluten-free teriyaki sauce. And that was my meal. And it was about 300 calories. And that, but that was my dinner. But see, the rice fills you up, so it kind of, you know, and brown rice is better than white rice, and there's all these reasons because when they start to, when they bleach the rice, they bleach out the proteins and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Right. So I went crazy researching that. So I put myself on a, a high protein diet initially, and then I, oh, you want to hear something funny? So speaking of that, I read an article in Men's Health back then, and um, you remember Taylor Lautner, the yeah. the wolf from um, Twilight. Uh huh. So between the first Twilight and the second one, he gained all kinds of muscle mass. And there was an interview with the guy that was in charge of his. I just want to go on the record with saying if that was natural, I'm pretty proud of the guy. It was. Really? It was. So here's what he said. He said, okay. And he said, if, if you want to have, and I can't remember it all now, but he was saying, okay, if you want to weigh 180 pounds, you need to take 180 grams of protein in a day. And then. I forget the Which rest. Which will shut down your kidneys. No, but I forget quick. the rest. Other than that, it was like uh, half of that was fat and then another, or another, you know, half of that 180. So you had to take in 90 grams of, of carbs and so much of fat and this type of fat versus this type of fat. So they went like nuts. Have you ever tried to take in 180 grams of protein? I mean, it's four calories per gram. Right. I was taking protein shakes and I was taking twice as much as I should have to try and increase the protein. And I never broke a hundred grams of protein in a day. I just couldn't do it. There, there was just not enough room in my 1900 calorie stomach to do it. You right. know what I mean? Well, I, I think I may have accomplished that with the weight gain supplements. You know, I used right. to do perfect 1100, then the 2000 mass and the Meg RX. I tried a number of things. Um, I used to take I, this stuff called Lean Pro Matrix. And then I even took it with ice cream. <laughs> yeah. No, this stuff, it, it, it didn't it, taste, it didn't taste bad. It goes down a lot easier. It had 64 grams of protein in one shake and it had two grams of carbs, two grams of fat. And it didn't taste too bad. But even with that, I don't think I ever broke a hundred grams of protein a day. And I'm not going to drink that shit all day because the protein that I'm, a lot of that's whey. And so right. whey doesn't last. It's not the good casein protein. It doesn't last very long. And dude, that shit would bloat me. And my stomach was just nasty all day long. I couldn't, couldn't do that. Right. No, it, it definitely does cause bloat. Yeah. Well, you Water have, it's, retention. All, it's all about what kind of protein you're taking in, you know? So it's, I, I, so I, you know, I got online and I'm researching all this stuff and I'm looking it up and I'm trying to figure it out. And I found, I came up with all different, I tried all different kinds of combinations of stuff, you know, with foods I like, 
you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't like broccoli. I've tried broccoli a couple times, dude. I'm never going to like broccoli. There's just no way. So do you know what supplements I take now? What? Nothing. Just CBD. Yeah. Same. No proteins. No, it's all the, you know, I, the only I supplement, a lot, of, a lot of chicken, white chicken, uh-huh. chicken breast, and, and a lot of raw unsalted notes, uh, nuts, you know, <laughs> almonds, these nuts, <laughs> <laughs> almonds, Here, cashews, oh, my salty chocolate balls, bro. <laughs> no, my sweaty balls. No, thanks. <laughs> now I, um, I drink, I drink, I eat, I eat mostly, uh, like steak, pork chops and chicken. That's mostly what I eat. I don't eat a lot of pasta anymore. Um, and I don't think I, you know, I like besides the bread, like if I get a cheesesteak, the bread on the outside of the cheesesteak, okay. You know, a burger, okay, the bread. Right. But aside from that, I don't really take in a lot of carbs that way. But um, but, it, but I still, you know, I just, I don't know. It's it, I tried all kinds of stuff. And, you know, and I've gotten in the habit where I like to eat good food. I like to eat, you know, I like to eat gluten-free for the most part. And, um, and I don't eat gluten-free on purpose. It's just easy to do these days. So I, I have just, you know, my bread, not gluten-free hamburger buns, not gluten-free, but just about everything else that I make is gluten-free. And that's, and that's really weird how easy it is to be gluten-free like that, you know? And I learned that cause my daughter has celiac. So we had to, we had to figure out how to make food that's gluten-free. Dude, it turns out it's actually really easy. All my pasta in my pantry, I have lasagna, I have um, uh, uh, penne, and I have uh, uh, spaghetti noodles. They're all gluten-free, and they all taste freaking amazing. It tastes like the real thing. And, you know, like for um, Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving, I made made a turkey that was gluten-free, like GMO-free, whatever, and... um, potatoes, but that's, I mean, that's obviously gluten-free. And then, um, I, I made, uh, gluten-free stuffing and I always make gluten-free stuffing for my daughter, but I actually like it way better than like stovetop. It's so much better. I'll have to try that. What? Uh, my stuffing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll have to make it sometime. It's actually, dude, it's bomb. You'll love it. And the, the recipe is so easy. Yeah. You know? Not that we're going to sit here and talk about recipes. Well, but that's a little lame. uh, You do cauliflower rice, broccoli rice, spaghetti squash. No, you don't do any of those? No, I don't. I don't do that. I'm a texture guy. I was was surprised. I I like those. Yeah. And I do not like the textures of onions. Okay. I won't. I I, I won't. I I won't. I onion powder all the time, but I can't stand onions. And I have no problem with any of those three. Minced onions. I'm down with like grilled onions and stuff like that. I can't do. I can't do that texture. When I think of minced onions, I think of McDonald's. McDonald's Genius. hamburgers. Oh Genius. my God. Those are you the know, best why can't freaking minced everybody onions. Everybody do that. Yeah. Those are the best <laughs> minced onions. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So onion powder, but the minced onions, like the, I'll show you the stuff that I have. It's dried. But once you put it in oil for about two or three minutes, it moistens up and all of a sudden it's soft and you really can't, I, it's in all my marinades. I put minced onion in all of them and you have, you've had my steaks Oh yeah. Uh, and it, it tastes fine. You know? Agreed. So I don't know. It's just interesting to me. You know, I mean, I know, you know, I know that you've worked out your whole life and I didn't, I didn't, I worked out for that. I went crazy that, that five-year period right there between 35 and 40. And I'd like to go crazy like that again, to a point, to a point where, you know, the battle ropes, the speed bag, the tire and 
and after that, I, I, you know, I'd be cool with push-ups. I don't necessarily need the bench press anymore. You know, 45, I don't, I don't need that, you know, pull-ups. Absolutely. More of the natural kind of stuff is what I would be down with. You, you still need a dumbbell rack. You're always going to need that. You're going to need your, your resistance and stretch ropes. You know, you've, you just got to have honestly a multitude, but it doesn't take much. Like we just talked about all the different things you can do with a tire alone. Oh, right. You yeah. Know? You know, and if, you know, if we got two of those tires, we could start doing, you know, competitions. Well, <laughs> we could do that. I'm totally we could, serious. I'm and totally we could serious. also do the hurt, the leaps, uh, yeah. lunges or what the, the two foot things that I was talking about through the tire. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, then there's where you jump back and forth, back and forth. If, I, uh, I forget what they're called. It's been a while since I've done them. And what do you, but, I don't know what you're talking about. So Describe it. You basically, you set a line. Put a piece of tape there. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, ladders. No, no. I'm talking about a piece of tape, and then you've got a box. Box jumps is oh, what box I, jumps. Okay, that's what I call them. But if we're doing so talking about like a speed, we're ladder. doing it on tires. It's, we're still box jumps. You just got a piece of plywood on top of the right. Oh yeah, no, I know. got you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But sets of fifteen of those just insane. How it'll get your heart rate going. Oh yeah, beaten. Fast. Have Have you ever? Uh, so so I used to you know so obviously I like to run. Have you ever done, they either call them peak eight or sprint eight workouts. They're really freaking cool. And it's a, it's a, I'm looking at your face. You haven't. Um, so you go on a football field and you start at one end zone and you're, you're not supposed to run the whole hundred yards, but it sounds I do. like ladders. No, no, no. You're running straight. Okay. And you're going to do it eight, eight times. I only held up five fingers. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, they'll give a doctorate to anybody. I swear to God. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. So um, you run you run the first 100 yards, and you run from end zone to end zone. And so you start at the, the, the zero yard line, right at the goal line. And you run the first one is supposed to be 60%, second, second, third, fourth, 80%, and then the rest are supposed to be at 90 and 100%. And you run all the way down, and you don't stop until you get to the other end zone. And then once you get there, you immediately turn around and you mosey back. You just walk nice, easy, no big deal. But as soon as you hit that goal line, boom, you're in it again. And okay, you do yeah. that, you do that eight times. It takes about 25 that. minutes. And I've done it with every football team I've ever made. Yeah. That started with football. Okay. And you do it as a team, but you do it in sections. You would do it linebackers, your, mm-hmm. your secondary, which was made up of receivers. But they only did like 20, 30 yards to and from, to and from. No, well, in my senior year in, in high school, we did the whole, yeah, the whole thing like you're talking about. Dude, that's a great workout. Oh, it, it takes was. about 25 minutes. And in, and they say, I don't know, you know, Google says if you do that and then you don't do, you don't eat anything or drink anything except for water for the next hour, you actually continue to burn some calories. And it's because you're, you're maxing your heart rate right. and you're tricking your body into, um, I can't remember the word right now, burning sugar, whatever the word is for that. Um, I can't, I can't even think of it, but you'll continue to burn sugar. So you put yourself into an anaerobic metabolism temporarily. Right. And it, it burns more calories, but it's it's also really good for endurance. It's the same effect. If you run the straights on a track and then walk, walk, walk yeah, 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 run the straights and then walk. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is a great, but you have to sprint the straights. Yes. Not just jog. You got to sprint them. You yeah. Sprint. You got to be all out on them. Yeah, so for you sure. Same your heart rate up. And then as it drops <clears> back <throat> down, then it's coming back up. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's an amazing workout. No, it's a, it's and 
And believe it or not, that feels to me like a full body freaking workout when I'm done because you're tensing up everything mm-hmm. and you're just, you're just like trying to, you know, because you still have to, you know, on, on number eight, you still got to put a hundred percent. Now a hundred percent is probably at that point, only 60, 70%, but it still feels like a hundred percent. You're putting everything you got into that sucker. And it's really, yeah, it's a great workout. I mean, it really is. So n- these days, how often are you working out? Cause I know you go to the gym. Right. You go, you go to the gym. You also work out here occasionally, but you're at the gym more, right? Uh, these days I'm at the gym more. Yes. So I've got to get at least five, five times a week, but Mm. you know, every now and again, and these are the days I shoot for is where I work out twice in one day, Yeah. you know, and that's when you really start. It's a game changer. Oh yeah. I hate that term game changer, but it truthfully is. You know, if you can do even just 15 minutes in the morning and then get your 40, 50 minutes in the afternoon, uh-huh. it's all the difference in the world. And it, it might only take twice a week of that and then another th- three times, you know, with your typical workout. Right. But <clears throat> I typically get at least five days a week. So what is your thought on this? I read something. I don't know if it's true or not, uh, but I read something. It had to be about six, eight months ago now that I read it, um, where they were saying your workout doesn't have to be all in one sitting. You can, you can wake up in the morning, do 50 push-ups, go to work, do 20 sometime at work, come home, do another 50 before you go to bed, do another 50. And it's still literally the equivalent on your, on your muscles as though you did 170 push-ups. Is and that true? I so love that you brought this up. Cause I never truthfully believed it. Okay. But it is true. Is it really? And I found this out when I worked two weeks straight uh-huh. on several occasions, two or three weeks. We, I, I did a lot of schoolwork and you have this push where you've got to get ready over right, summertime right. and you've got a deadline. So next thing you know, you're doing 14, 17 hour days. So it does work. I've done six sets of push ups in the morning. Then at lunchtime, done some uh, lulls and work done. Right. Just just, you know, standing squats with with next to no weight. But also, if you're talking about 14, 17 hour days, it will help keep you awake. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and and it does work. And you'll notice you you feel good at the end of the day and uh, it, it helps with sleep even. So. So I need to start doing that. Get too, it then. when you yeah. can get it, you know, and that's why I started reading uh sports optimum nutrition everything way back in the day and it's some of the best best stuff out there i i you know i love the new exercises and stuff that's, that's coming on but if you just fall back to franco colombo and, and arnold schwarzenegger uh-huh. you're not going to go wrong with with what they did you know and they're some of the stupid things those guys believe franco colombo is he the, is he the one that he was a short guy that competed with them um, he was much shorter, but man, he was do, a beast. Do you know who the guy, he was a trainer. I think um, it was Franco Colombo, if I remember his name I don't know. Do, right. you, do you remember, I don't remember the guy's name, but do you remember there's a trainer and, and he, you know, you know how you, you will do a, you'll do a light set and then you'll work up and you'll work up and you'll work up and you'll work up and you will literally do 10 of each rep all the way up and all the way back down. Right. That's yeah, what you'll pyramid. do. And, and he didn't do that. He would start at that high weight and he would have his guy do 10. And then he would go like drop ten drop sets. No, he would yeah, he well, he would do ten pounds above and he'd have him do as many as he could, even if it was three. 
Right. 10 pounds up, if you could do one, that's what you did. 10 pounds up, do one, and then you come back down. He would do a pyramid, but he would do it like that at the higher end, you know? And he, he didn't, I forget who, I forget his name. I was watching a video on him. This was back when I worked out. Hey, he didn't believe in warming up. He believed, put the weight on, wear the muscle out that way. And he also believed in doing reminds isolation. Me of a, reminds me of a movie, uh, Zombieland with Woody Harrelson. Uh-huh. They know there's some zombies in an ice cream truck and the, the kids start stretching out and he goes, hey kid, what are you doing? He goes, I'm stretching out. I'm getting ready for these zombies. And he goes, I don't believe in it. <laughs> Woody Harrelson says, I don't believe in it. And he goes, I don't believe in it. You see a tiger, he gets down low and he stalks it and he jumps on it. Right. Do you see the tiger stretching out? <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, no, he didn't believe in that. And he also believed in, um, and, I, and I, I actually, I would do this in my workout. So I would use hammer strength machines rather than, uh, rather than the bench. Because what they do is they isolate the muscle. So you, he believed in isolating the chest, for instance, on a machine. Mm -hmm. And you isolate the chest until you wear the chest out. And then, like for me, I would wear my chest out on, on flat and incline and decline with the hammer strength machines. And then what I would do is I would move over to the fly where now I'm using shoulders, I'm using biceps, I'm using forearms, and now it's a functional resistance machine. And so you find that even though your chest is worn out, you can still do it and put that into your chest. Does that make sense? Yeah. He believed in all this kind of stuff. And I thought it was interesting. You know, I thought I was like, wow, I was like, that makes, to me, it made a lot of sense. But and so from that, I started doing the, um, what is the reverse bench where you, where you put up. it up and pull it, you put it up, you put it up and uh, you, you spot it up and then you bring it down slowly and spot it up and bring it down slowly. So you can put, you know, negatives. Okay. So yeah. I, I started doing negatives. I started adding those into my routine. And so I would do, I would do two sets of flat bench on the hammer strength. And I would go to another machine that actually had an assist pedal so that I could push it up. So I could, I could add another 50 pounds, push it up and then drop it down slowly and then push it up and then drop it down slowly. And that's where I started getting my mass. It was really interesting. So you respond better to negative training, negative resistance. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I also read, I also read something. This was back in men's health when they were talking about Taylor Lautner. Um, the way that they would have him train is they would, the, his trainer would have, he'd have him do the bench. This is how he got his physique, right? He would have him do the bench. And he would have him do the negatives, but he'd have him do it on not bamboo, but a bamboo like stick. So it was really, it was really shaky. And so yeah. he had a lot of twitch muscle movement as well. And so he had to use all kinds of force to bring it down. And then you bring it down Which is the in same like a as, four count. Same yeah. as working out on a physio ball now, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, totally. You know, yeah. it's just that kind of stuff is really interesting to me. And I, you know, so I tried all of that. And I actually saw quite a bit of change. I mean, you've seen my pictures. I, I yeah. had a quite a bit of change. I mean, I'm not there now, you know, but you know, not, if, not even close, bro. <laughs> nobody likes you when you talk like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but so I was getting back prized that I was able to put so much resistance against that tire. Yes, this is true. Yeah. So I might not look like I'm strong, bro, but I got some strength behind me. So something that helped me was never i'm not afraid of elevators but if i don't have to use one wait what if i don't have to use oh an elevator, taking I the don't. stairs because the stairs. of the stairs yeah and you know it reminds me of jennifer aniston in what's the movie uh just go with it okay cary grant always took the stairs and and adam sandler mocks her but it these are 
true things it is that true. work that work for people. You know, <laughs> Cary Grant was was seeing these these executives, these movie yeah. stars, and going up to the thirteenth floor, and he just he didn't have a lot of time to work out. Busy man. Yeah. Always took the stairs. And when I when I so when I in the spring semester I see my students in the clinical sites on Mondays and Fridays, and when I'm at the clinical site I actually rarely take elevators. That's if I'm with somebody, we go to the elevator. But if I'm if I'm walking up and down the different floors to go see my students, I take the stairs, and I do it because of that. Because yeah. you're right, you know, it's I mean you get something out of it. Yeah, and that's one good thing that have come out of these the heart and the health apps that you get on yeah. your phone. Um, which you elevation know, you get the elevation yeah. but you also you kind of count your steps oh yeah yeah, and yeah so now i know when i've had a dead day and whether i want to or right, not right and sometimes you want to do two things at once go ahead and have your beer and get your extra steps <laughs> yeah i've no. done that too go you, for a walk yeah yeah go, go for a walk, walk. walking you is, and i have done that yeah together. walking is and with a beer with a yeah, beer walking, in hand walking and is one better in my than back nothing. pocket i might add yeah walking, but i still got my steps that day. walking is better than nothing you know <laughs> yeah. i mean i i i personally i you know i've heard in the past that yeah you walk a mile you burn the same amount of calories as if you run a mile but i don't personally believe that because i believe when you when you take that run when you do that running motion you you're putting more force on the downward motion so that's got to put more force on the muscles and therefore burn more calories that makes sense to me personally i don't know um no it absolutely does and once again but i but i've heard that people have said you know well no you know you 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 walk a mile it's 200 calories you run a mile it's 200 calories and i'm like but no, can, i don't know can i bring it back real quick yeah but you do what you you do what you you can oh yeah and for when sure you can it, i mean you can call it a religion uh you know, it's a you, habit, but it's, it's a, yeah, no, I know. I know what you're talking about. So yeah. you, there's, there's a pure form of working out when you truly are focused solely on that and that alone. Right. But when you can't have that, then go ahead and, you know, do, do something, do two sets of push-ups, and then, and then go change the baby's diaper. I right. Mean, there are a lot of moms that have to find this out the hard way. That's two more when sets a, of push-ups that you would otherwise have not done. You know, they have to do squats with the baby. They right. have, you know, they have to do a set of push-ups. Well, it's like in you, see the, you see the mom out whatever. going for a jog with her stroller. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's out going for a jog. I mean, well, but and see, I'm driving by and I'm like, I should go for a jog. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I should really, she looks better than me. And that kid's only six months old. Right. Exactly. What's my excuse? <laughs> yeah. Zero. None. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that'd be an interesting topic for tonight. And you know, you have anything else to add? Anything else that we, I mean, we could go on and on and on, but it, I think we, I think we just, yeah. people do something. Yeah. Better, better absolutely yourselves. do something. And you know, success is in reward. So, and I'll be honest for, for those of you listening, if, if you're thinking about, if you, you know, if, if you work out and you have your regiment, awesome, do your thing. If you don't work out and you've been wanting to, and you're interested in a regiment, I actually have workouts that I created, um, or that I stole from several different things and, and created a, a, a series of workouts. I, I actually, I literally still have them on my phone in my notes and I can send that stuff to you. It's actually pretty simple to get started. And a lot of it doesn't take anything but some push-ups, some running, some squats, some dips, you know. Um, uh, um, that and the honor system. Well, yeah, I mean, it is on them. You know, yeah. it's, it's on you guys. But, I mean, if it's something you're interested in, let me know. It's, it's you know, honestly, it's some I found and I've kept. Others, I'm like, this is what I do. And I've modified somebody else's workout. So I can't give credit to anybody because I don't know who it was. But I can honestly say that 
they're not necessarily my workouts, you know, I can. And if you're interested in, in weight training and supplements and stuff like that, I can help you there. Um, Aaron can also help you and we can give you an idea of how to do that, that heavyweight workout and, you know, how long your rest should be, how the pyramid works, what you should do, how much do you go up, you know, that kind of stuff. Between the two of us, we can actually give some advice. And um, so if you want to email us, yeah. you can email me at uh, garagetalkpc at gmail.com with your questions or comments on that kind of stuff. If you have an idea, you have something you want us to revisit, we're happy to revisit it. Um, you want to come on as a phone guest and, and talk about it or, or you want us to come back to this topic or any other topic and you want to come on and, and pick our brain or oppose us or if you have a new idea or something you think that we didn't cover that we might maybe we should have um, we welcome that all the time so again it's garage talk pc at gmail.com I uh, look forward to hearing from you guys Aaron you got anything else to add no it's been thanks for having me as a guest ah, thank you for coming on all right, everybody, have a great night, and we'll see you next time.